Welcome back to the Safeties <laughs> Off Show. I'm joined by pro staffer oh. Jordan. Oh, is that is that what we're calling me That's now? That's what we're calling you. Well, we got pro tip with Justin and your pro staffer. Pro staff. Pro staff, pro staff. But pro staff, pro staff. another episode of the Safeties Off Show. Thank you guys for listening. Episode 16. 16. 16 straight. Without a miss. Pretty impressive. I mean, you know. Co-hosts come and go, but the podcast is forever. Co-hosts coming and go, but not me. I don't come and go. You're I'm the always constant. here. I you're am the constant. constant. I'm the uh, new constant. Huh? I'm the new constant. You are the new constant. You've been pretty consistent here I, lately. I, I, I'll I, give it to I've you. I've been, now that I'm back in town, you know. Yeah. Back with the boys. I'm proud of you, man. I'm just doing my part. That's very true. It's for you people. It's for the fans. For the people. Let's get to the ad reads. Let's do it. So... You want to go first? You want to I go do. First? You know why? Go ahead. Because for the first time ever, I can actually, from the heart and from experience, do the Dirty Duck Coffee ad read. Because my brother here, after after weeks and weeks of harassment on my part, yes, finally gifted me with with the the endless gift of Dirty Duck Coffee. Dirty so, Duck Coffee. Now you got your cup. Well, you've been bringing your cup, but now you got a shirt. Got the shirt. Got the shirt. It's uh, it shrunk up to a medium, but hey. You had one taste can, of coffee from Dirty Duck Coffee, and you're like, I am so I'm, in. I'm, I'm sold. Yeah. Bought in. This is the greatest ad of all time. Do we even have to read anything? I don't think we do. I mean, it, it clearly yeah. sells itself. What flavor did you get? You got the French roast, huh? I got the, uh, no, no. I got the final approach, wasn't yes. it? Yes. Is Which that the French I think roast? is a French roast, Maybe yeah. it was. Mm-hmm. I thought that was the, okay. Good stuff. So tell the people what code to use. This has been a great ad. I mean, it's a fantastic yeah. ad. And if you use code KCO20, that's O as an orange, mm. not zero. Yes. KCO20 at checkout, 20% off. Also, in the video that I just posted Monday night, a um, little short snippet of me making some of that dirty duck that is actually infused. I don't know what word you want to use, but has some whiskey. Oh, yeah. The uh, R Farm whiskey. I have not tried that one yet. Is it fantastic? It is fantastic. It is fantastic. I haven't had a bad one. I've tried that one. Magnolia Boat Ride or Mississippi or no, Missouri Boat Ride. Yeah. Like Pecan Praline's incredible. Mm-hmm. Um cinnamon snickerdoodle teal, whatever. Right now at work I would I'm getting not tell people that I'm drinking that, it's but good. but it's delicious. It's good. And then uh the high velocity, which is the extra caffeine I have uh, in. That's the one I want to try. I have it at work right now and it's wild. Get you going. Oh, it'll get, it makes me mad, but I still do it every morning. I need like an hour in the mornings. Nobody mess with me because I'm on this high velocity stuff and I'm fired up it's about like when life. You take pre workout and your face is tingling. Yes, yeah. yes, but it's good. Uh, moving on. Speaking of pre workout, yeah, what gets you through in the afternoon? Dino climb. Dino climb. Very dino climb. They got the pre workout. It says it's for climbers, but you know what? We climb trees for a living, basically. Almost. Yes, we podcast. If and you hunt people for a will keep watching, we will be doing it for a living. I mean, we're soon. making about a thousand an episode, so a thousand bucks an episode. Uh huh. In Kepler Just, dollars. Yeah, make people believe. That. <laughs> uh, use code KCO fifteen to check out when you purchase their pre workout. It's pretty dang good. I obviously got Bigfoot Berry. Go try you some today, and then our last sponsor, Trip Tech. Our most loyal sponsor, wouldn't you say? Absolutely. Trip Tech. I mean, they re-upped one. without Boom. question. That's true. Re-upped without question. Got it right here in my hand. I always play with it during the episode. Uh, just kind of like twiddle around in my fingers, whatever. We followed them forever. It's a five-in-one hunting multi-tool. It works as a punch. Use it to unscrew choke tubes. Upland hunters can even use it to distinguish between mature or juvenile birds. It's awesome. Everybody needs one on their lanyard without 
further ado, let's just get to the show. Shall we? We'll see you there. Bro, I almost caught that one. You got that heater on full blast. You got all the windows down, and you're just... <laughs> All right, so today Jordan and I are going to talk. We talked about maybe sharing some hunting tips, but basically these are just thoughts from the stand, yeah. which could have been the name of our podcast, Thoughts from the Stand. Well, in order to, yeah, almost like Thoughts from the Cheap Seats. Thoughts from the Cheap Seats, great sports podcast. It's, I've heard it's one of the best. It is. Was. Was. R.I.P. R.I.P. <laughs> but yeah, we so we found some tips. We uh, surfed the internet. Internet's a wild place. Surfed it up and down. Found some, found some good uh, tips. Found some not so good tips, really. Yeah, a lot of not so good. A lot of if you find a lot of just fillers. Yeah, if you if you find bedding next to a cornfield, there's deer sleeping there. Yeah, stay there. Hunt there. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, no freaking duh, like. There's a lot of people that just, uh, which, I mean, I'm not going to sit here and be like, duh, I guess, really, because there are new people that may not know that, I guess. I mean, yeah, I guess. But You watch one or two YouTube videos, and you should be able to figure out some, some things like that. Th- there's some, there's some, you know, there's some knowledge that you got to dig for and earn, yeah. and then there's some knowledge that, like, you, you can figure out pretty easily if you've never hunted that, hey, let's find where they sleep and where they eat, and somewhere in between there is where I'm going to kill one. Right. Not hard. No, nah, it's not hard. Not just finding well, that yeah, spot. Yeah, finding it's hard, it but is the hard, idea yeah. is the, not hard. The idea and the basis of it, not hard. Yeah. Not like just crazy complicated. No. Uh, so you're going to pick three. I'm going to pick three. I, yeah, I, I saved more than three, so I'll kind of scour and see how well, we're we going on time. we can do an honorable mention. Yeah, we'll just kind of roll through and All see right. how long it takes us yeah. to. You want to go first or second? Here we go. You get to call it in the air. Trip Tech side where it has the markings as heads. Yep, yep, yep. This is tails. Gotcha. You ready? On, and that, Whoa, yeah. that does not count. Call in it in the air. You ready? Tails. What'd you call? Tails. It Always tails. Fail. Tails never fit. What? That's tough. I'm going to have to go back and watch the footage on that flip. All right. I'm going first. Uh, I'm going to say... I like archery now. Like I've I've kind of gotten back into it, obviously, this past year, and I just have fallen in love with going outside and just shooting and practicing. So, obviously, when you want to when you want to get better at something, you obsess over the particulars and you obsess over the process. That's what you tell kids, I guess, um, or that is what I tell kids when I'm coaching and whatnot. The good teams obsess over the small things in the process of getting better, not just wanting to get better. Like that obsess over the small things. Yes, obsess, obsess, sweat obsess. the minutia. Okay. All right. Uh, so, this tip I found it says, you know, it's old advice, but aim at the lower third of a deer's vital zone. Deer drops. Okay. And then when it does drop, you're going to get some lung, you know, maybe a little partial heart, whatever. Deer does not drop. Arrow pierces lower lungs and heart. You're fine. Mm-hmm. So, it's like it's a win win. But also, like, to add on to that one, practice how you play. So, like, you're going to make that – like, I can hit a a little dot at 40 yards, you know, pretty dang consistently. But when I pull back in my ladder stand, I went to pull back, and I'm, like, kind of hitting the tree. So then I realized, like, my cam is hitting the the lower bar of my my Mm lean-to. So I had to, like, kind of raise up and do a little different. So, like, this next week, I'm going to get out here and shoot, and I'm just going to do some, like, some weird angles and stuff, Mm -hmm. you know. So that's my big thing. My first one would be more so practice how you play. And then I guess I just had two, which is my fault. Aim low, practice how you play. 
Those are great. Thank you. Those are really great. Uh, practice safe play is huge. Yeah. You know, we figured that out. I think Justin talked about it in one of the podcasts, but, like, we figured out pretty quick, if you are leaning in a saddle, yeah, you're, you cannot help but can't the boat. Like, it doesn't, gravity is going to force it to do, to fall the way that, the way that you're leaning, right? Twerk. Can we use the word twerk? Twerk? Yeah, it's going to twerk the bow. Okay. You can like you me. can use that word. Okay, deal. I like the word torque. Torque. Twerk. You can, you can. I'm going to use it, but go continue. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, you're going to both So, you guys leaning, are twerking in the So, tree. you're going to have to twerk it back yeah. the other way. Yeah. And so, you know, it's going to cause some some misses if you're not prepared for that. But anyway, that's, that's good. I like that. Thanks, man. It was 1-1 one, one awesome. and 1-2. So, really, that's two picks. But practice how you play. And aiming, precision. Side note on the bottom third thing, because I read something else I didn't save here, but, you know, it talked about if you can, trying to shoot a deer with its head up and not down, because if its head is down, it's a lot easier for it to throw its head up and drop down lower. Something to think about. That's really hard. That's really oh, no. That's like the one that it. said try to shoot a deer that's calm. I mean. Okay. Calm, calm down, yes, deer. Calm wait down. A second. Just wait, wait a minute. Just, wait just a second, just deer. Just one deer. minute. No. Yeah. That's, I mean, no. What the dumb, heck? Shoot them. Yeah. Shoot don't shoot a deer. Yeah. Don't screw it if it's the calm. The fewer things going through your mind the better. Egg, like yeah, let's focus on is my release right? Is my peep right? Yeah. Let's think about the in the tree and not worry about the animal right. as much. Yeah. More so, you think about the target, the more worried you get. I agree. The long, study long, study wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Am I just a am I just a book? Of knowledge? Of knowledge? Just an endless really gold? of just small sayings. You're like just a gold mine full of nuggets. Yeah. Continue. So maybe we find more gold nuggets in my brain. Yeah. Or at least you can Google some golden nuggets. Oh, okay. I, uh, didn't, I didn't Google that one. Which one? Study long, study wrong. Oh, no, that was good. Okay, thank that you. That was good. But, thank I mean, you. that's kind of a – you just took a, a prior saying and applied it to hunting. So you're like a golden nugget. Just read the quote because the longer you talk, the, the less cool I feel. Or you feel. love me. No. Uh. I'll kind of skim this one because we talked about it last week, but I still think it's huge. It basically says if you've got 100 acres and only 25 of those are conducive to getting in and out without getting winded, yeah, then that's the 25 that you hunt, and yeah. you leave the other 75 alone. Um, it's way longer than that, but that's that's the gist of it. I still think that is massive because I have not done that, yeah. and I can tell. I mean, I have I have not. I I always think about wind going into the stand. I rarely think about my entrance and exit. And I know that has screwed up a lot of future hunts for me, like going out and just blowing out every deer in the woods and they're not going to be back for a week. Yeah, that does suck. The whole wind thing, like in the way that we come into our property now that we're hunting, me and Travis, we've only got one entrance. Now, how you get to the other things after that could be different. You know, there's some different trails, but mainly like like we've got a south wind this coming Saturday. Is what it says. Now, it could change, you know, obviously, but... South wind screws us because we come into the south. Mm. So it's like as soon as you step on the property, all the deer know you're there. Yeah. You know, so not all the deer, but you get what I'm saying. Like, majority of the entrances to the stands are from the south. So that's why this past weekend I was so excited about it because we had a north wind. And I was like, they're never going to smell us. This is going to be great, you know, when I'm walking into the stand at least. Which know? is ideal because most of your hunting season are going to have north winds. Right, correct. So it's just the one weekend. You know, I'm a weekend warrior. I can't just go when Huntwa says it's an 80% chance. Well, and there's two there's two completely opposite schools of thought there that I think are both good. But, okay. you know, one is 
you don't hunt that weekend because you don't want to blow up your property, Not which is what that. one of these, the opposite of what one of these says, though, yeah. which is like you hunt every day that you can. Right. Regardless. I tend to go more that route. You know, if I can hunt, I'm going to hunt. Yes. Uh, that's what this one said. They talked about some dude that it was like 30 mile an hour winds. He was like, oh, I'm not going to go. Changed his mind and went, killed like a 190 inch buck. You know, yes. I mean, you never know. You're not going to kill him from the couch, right? Well, that's, and that's, I mean, obviously we go to kill stuff and we go to hunt and, and to bag a trophy or, you know, whatever, whether it be a, a mallard or a buck or whatever, a squirrel. Uh, a squirrel. A squirrel. A squirrel. Uh, but, too, like, I just enjoy going outside. Yeah, man, just enjoying God's yeah. God's creation. Amen. I'm That's watching right. the sunrise. Shoot. Absolutely. Can't beat it. Sunset gets a little creepy, but sunrise, yeah. Oh, you're messing with your mic, man. Man, I'm trying not to. It's, what is wrong it's, with it's, it? Look at it. It's, it's, That's it's, on you for not doing a pre-podcast I a, inspection. I got, a, I got a limp mic here. God, good luck with that. All right. We got uh, it. Is it my turn or your turn? Uh, go ahead. Okay. Um. I mean, this is kind of. No, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. Oh, did you get embarrassed? Was it too too elementary? Yeah, I. Uh, put your put your Tyler spin on it. Uh, I'm I'm going to say this. Uh, I'm <laughs> I read this one on a real tree article, and it's really not the worst thing I've ever heard. And we both read it aloud before it. Oh. Stuff. This is just funny. Stuff a pocket with gravel. Oh, this one. Stuff a pocket with gravel <laughs> after climbing into a tree stand in the woods. Pull out your gravel and drop one or two every few minutes. Sounds like fresh acorns plopping down. It's music. This thing says it's a music to a deer's ears. Flick gravel in all directions for added effect. Who wrote that? I mean, here's the thing. I'm laughing, but there's literally nothing I can think of that says that wouldn't work. I, don't, I mean, it is really weird. Man. I mean, you're throwing scent all over the place, but other than that, if you're in a if you're in a mast bearing tree, I mean, they don't know if it's rocks or acorns falling unless yeah, it's December. But I mean, like this goes. I'm basically done after this one, but this goes into my next one. My next tip. I'm just gonna say it. I'm gonna go ahead and this will be my third one. Go last for it. One. Thank you. Okay, so. I'm hunting this past Saturday, and there's armadillos everywhere, everywhere. And so, but earlier that morning, me and Travis were talking. It's like, we hear sticks breaking. What the heck is out there? Like, we talk about that really all the time. Like, you hear something fall, you're like, deer. Oh, every time. Every time, you're like, deer. Got to be a deer. Got to be a buck. Got to be a buck. His horns are coming through the brush, blah, blah, blah. It's not. It's like a bird. It's a squirrel. It's a raccoon. It's an armadillo. Whatever. I'm going to go ahead and say that 87% of the time, 87.3% of the time, it is an armadillo. They're the loudest animal on planet Earth. That's true. It is unreal. That's true. I can hear one. I have a, I have a, a plot that's like 60 yards long, like wide, probably like 40 by 60. I can hear that dude walking at mm-hmm. 60 yards. It's unreal. And like when you hear something that far away, you're like, that's for sure. That's something big. That is yeah. something huge. It's a an armadillo. It's as big as this podcast machine, and he's just wrecking shop every time. But so back. And it's to my, always right after dark when you can't see him. They did, like, they, they like ruined my whole hunt. Shining a light, trying to see like I know he's here. He's in that exactly. brush pile, yeah, and then you finally some, see little. Uh, let me see the eyes. Let me see my deal. Yeah, no. So then, uh, back to my previous thing about dropping the rocks out of the tree to sound like acorns. That. 
the armadillo sounds like something walking, correct? Mm -hmm. Okay. So when I heard the armadillo walking, kind of put in my brain, like, that's why you creep in. I mean, the deer, deer might think it's an armadillo. You creep in, I walk about as loud as an armadillo does whatever it's doing, eating and find, trying to find food. But so a doe comes, kind of comes out, and I see it in the brush. She's browsing about 50, 60 yards away. There's an armadillo in the field. There's an armadillo behind me, and there's one almost in between us two. Bro, you got to do some. Yes, some, some armadillo management. Armadillo management. Yes, I agree. When armadillo season opens up, over with. A video coming soon. Getting after them, yeah. <laughs> armadillo so, season. But what I was saying was the the deer was kind of spooked by the armadillo, but not really. It made her curious. She could hear something breaking, and she'd you know, kind of like pop her head up, look over, kind of do, you know, do the whole doe thing a couple times, and then she'd go right back to eating. So I kind of do, and I don't agree with the gravel thing. Like, maybe they will hear it. But what are the odds they're just like, eh? Because she she heard something. She only did it one time. She heard something. She popped up. Ah, probably an armadillo. Well, or how many times have you heard stuff falling out of trees from squirrels? All the know, time. Knocking little limbs All, and yeah, exactly. sticks down. Yeah, All I, the time. Oh, I think it's and 100% you hear the crap. But like I said, though, now, if you're in a... So, so, like, the tree that me and Justin hunted on this past Saturday, you needed a freaking umbrella. It was dropping so many acorns. Yeah. Nuts. Like, hit me in the head. So, you didn't pack any loose gravel? I did not. Mm. But if you happen to walk in, like, like we go next weekend, and we're like, crap, it stopped dropping. Right. And you keep, I mean, maybe. But if, but here's the thing. If the deer's close enough to hear the gravel hitting the ground, it's probably close enough to see you throwing it. That's true. Oh, that's real true. I mean. Also, we hunted a tree where it was raining acorns for six hours and saw zero deer. So yeah. it's not like they come running like a dinner bell. Right. Yeah, that's exactly right. Mm -hmm. It's an interesting It's an interesting tip, but I think in that article that we both read, I think it was just a spot filler. That's something that Grandpappy did, and it worked one time. It worked one time. And it time. just kept on yeah. getting passed down. Kind of like when I went, I fished a uh, bait pond with my uncle, and we were just catching brim left and right, and we could have caught a brim on just a hook. Well, I was so young and dumb. He told me that if I reached out there with my pole, if I threw my bait out and I reached out there with my pole and I tapped the water with the pole, the fish would come running at the vibrations, running. They come running and swimming. Uh, yeah. And they would just boom, eat my worm. You still do it, don't you? I did it for a, I did it for an embarrassingly long time. You still do it? No, I don't do it. I don't do it. But hearing you say it's dumb does make me feel good. Uh, I did it for a long time. That's all I'm gonna say. I don't. I mean, if it worked for you, then I remember telling my friends, like, "Hey, no, no, no. Hey, we haven't caught anything in a while. Tap the tap the water. I dare hey, you, dude. I, I wear certain pairs of underwear to go hunting. Like, I'm all about some. some you're that guy. I, I am. You're not. You're not superstitious. You're just a little stitious. Just a little stitious. Yeah. I'm like, kind of stitious. Yeah, kind of stitious. So, yeah, I basically just debunked my own, <laughs> my own tip. It's interesting though. If you disagree, if your grandpappy threw gravel in the tree, say something in the comments. But I would love, yeah, I love. I the there's I, certain people that listen to this and text me after, like, text me and tell me what weird things you do, because everybody's got their quirks. I mean, hunting. here's the other thing too: if you're gonna go to that much trouble, why not just bring a pocket full of acorns? That yeah. Unless you're on public land, in which case you would have to bring rocks because you yeah. can't bring bait. So you're gonna bring rocks. <laughs> So stupid. Write me a ticket for a pocket full of rocks. Yeah, a pocket you. full of rocks. Pocket full of yellow rocks. Uh, that's the duck pond. Yes. 
That's something mm-hmm. to think about. That's that a whole other podcast. Whole another uh, no, or little plastic yellow corn you can buy that like you put on Thanksgiving deals. Uh-huh. I always thought about those. What are they gonna do? It's a decoy. It's a food decoy. What are they gonna do? What are they gonna do? What are they gonna do? They're gonna take your license and your gun and everything and, <laughs> and say your, you're a moron. Your plastic corn. In your plastic corn, they're gonna say, "Yeah, for what? Eat dirt." I'll take that one to court. Yeah. Anyway, what's your next one? Uh, let's see. Yeah, I haven't. I've only done my first one. Um, let's kind of let's scan these here. I like this one. Uh. Once you've chosen a tree for a stand, back up 50 to 70 yards, bend and look from a deer's perspective to see the height and angle. Do yourself a favor and don't bend like a moron. Just look up just the freaking tree. Just squat. Yeah, or don't even just just look to the tree. No, the point is to get down to a deer's height and look to see what your well, five seven looks like. So you're close. You're already close. I'm really close. Yeah. I'm not squatting down. I'm not going to be like, Travis, hold on just a second and like squat you're, down you're and look. You're getting down to like level then. You could, you could squat. Sure. I ain't worried about that yearling. No. Hey, man. If it ain't got spots, it goes in the pots. That's true. I, I don't like care. That. But anyway, it's a good, it's a good, it's kind of like we talked about in uh, one of our scouting videos. When you're scouting, a lot of times, if you're kind of looking out there and everything looks the same, you squat down to right. it, where a deer would be and you'd look and it's... It makes um, sense. Stuff opens up. I mean, yeah. you see tunnels open up and, and, and brush everywhere. So same thing applies to your stand. Get down to a deer's level, look up and see... You know what your back cover looks like, or I'm really bad about not worrying about that as much and putting up burlap and just rolling. And I know that's not, which is okay. Again, you're hunt- see, we're we're coming. We always have to preface that we come yeah. from two different lines of thinking right now because yeah. I'm hunting public. So right, yeah, I'm not burlapping anything. You know, right. I'm, I'm in a saddle. Right, we're a lone wolf. Yeah, so I have to really think about. We spent probably. I'm in a sweet gum. Huh? I'm in a sweet gum. We're in sweet gum. That has plenty of cover and huge leaves. Huh. And so, like, but this is the first time I've ever thought about that. Normally, I just put it on a tree that had a little backdrop, like what you're talking about. This time, I was like, I want narrow shooting windows. And I want that, I want the shooting window to be the best, like, the 20-yard shot. You know, like, I don't have a ton of shooting windows. I want to be covered and concealed. Until Mm -hmm. it's a problem. Until, (laughs) it's going to be cool and cool to talk about like this until that big nine or big ten is... You know, twenty and yards, and he's over here. That's exactly and I can't right. Shoot at him, which and it's it's a give and take for yeah. sure. I mean, you just gotta you gotta pick one and roll with it. You're either gonna get busted or you're gonna have less shot opportunity. Mm-hmm. I remember in Kansas that happened. I had there's a lot of lessons to be learned from this, but the guide this was a guided deal. Dude drove his truck to like twenty yards in front of the stand and dropped me off. He was like, "Oh, don't worry about it. We feed them every day. They're used to the smell of the truck." Uh-huh. Well, let me tell you something. That buck, which was I didn't see him super good by the time he, he figured out where I was, but he was probably about a 180. Big deer. He came trotting all the way across that field, got to the tire tracks. Said, no, thank you. Said, nah. And he went 30 yards this way and cut into the next little break in the brush. Mm-hmm. And like you're talking about, it's thick as, as all get out yeah. right there. And I had I had no shot. Anyway. Yeah. So just. Give and take. Give and take. But. Always check from a deer's perspective. Make sure you got the cover that you want. That's a good one. So you don't get skylined. It's a good one. We got to do this more often. A little thoughts from the sand segment. Or wear Sitka and you don't have to worry about getting skylined. Speaking of Sitka, I'm switching to first light. I think I'm doing it. I just don't like it. Don't like it. I like the I like the features of Sitka. The features of Sitka are so... Oh, I didn't tell you about this. I got in the stand. 
I don't have a ton of sick of stuff. I have sick of gloves, which are legit. My shooter, my thumb, and my finger. Mm-hmm. So I can text and I can shoot. The I, fanatic gloves? awesome. Yeah. I mean, they're great. And uh, my other sick of thing is my backpack. I have the sick of tool bucket. It which is, is nasty. Amazing. I'm, but, getting, I'm getting it for Christmas. Hopefully. It, Sam, if you're listening, that's like number two on the list. Yes. GoPro number one. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it is sick. And I knew, I remembered that it had a tow rope in it. Or I thought it had a tow rope in it. Connected to it. Does it? Spoiler alert, no. You got <laughs> It has a spot for it. Like yeah. a perfect spot on the back. Yeah, but it doesn't come like pre-installed. Right, yeah. But I was like, it. it does come pre-installed with the orange, a blaze orange. Uh, things like when you're walking to and from the stand. Oh, yeah, yeah, the cover. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... Uh, which I did use this past weekend, and we can talk about that in a second. When actually, let's go right into it. Leaky waiter. So we're going right. I'm in? gonna go right into it. You okay with that? Yeah, I don't think the end of the rest of this was worth talking about. Nah, we'll save it. We'll do this again. We'll, we'll do this again. Thoughts this from the deer good. stand. Thoughts from the Doug Blonde. What you got? Uh, so leaky waiter. Um, really, it was a leaky waiter weekend for me. Deer hunting, somewhat. There were some good, some bad. I mean, some normal hunting experiences. Mm-hmm. Uh, the leakiest of leaky waiter was um, where I thought my stand was on this property. So and we talked about it a billion times that me and Travis are hunting this new property, uh, family land now that we gained access back to, and it's just gorgeous, great property. And we use HuntWise pretty well, and I've been out through this property a billion times now, you know, several times. And I just never, I never think to go to my ground blind spot and put it on Onyx. I always do it after the fact, kind of guess where it's at. You mean hot wise? What did I say? Onyx. Oh, not Onyx. Definitely not Onyx. Yeah, not Onyx. Great, great thing, but not supporters of the show. Yeah, well, also outdated maps. Hunt wise is way beyond. Anyway, carry on. Anyway, so uh, I would just kind of mark it from the house, like, all right, the ground blind's here to give a general area of where it's at. Not a big deal. And I'd forgotten I'd done that, that it wasn't exactly where it was. So I'm sitting there at, you know, we we wake up on Saturday at 3 a.m. I go to pick up Jacob, and you need to go watch the YouTube video that was just posted about what all happened there. But 3 a.m., and I don't get in the stand until 6, or till about, yeah, it's about 6, and I sit there for a while. Uh, 6.58, boom, rifle shot. I mean, right next to me. And so close that, like, I thought I was shot. Like, it I'm was like, youth opener this past weekend. Yes, by it was the way. youth opener. I'm like touching myself. I'm like, <laughs> I'm dead. This is heaven. Like, oh my gosh. I'm it's over with, you know? And uh and you know like when a rifle when you if hear a rifle looks shot, like Bernice, then I'm less. might look like the great outdoors. But anyways, <laughs> uh so you know when a rifle hits something you hear boom. It's not just like a boom. You hear that freaking stick. Oh, right? Yeah. I felt like I was standing next to that part of the shot. Like it was wild. So, this happens, and it's like 100 yards from me. And I'm like, crap, like on the neighboring land. I was like, it's not even that big. I knew there was a hunting club next to me, but I didn't think it was that close. I thought it was like four or 500 yards down the road. So, I go and look on HuntWise, and my dumb self, I I do the marker, you know, the add waypoint, the, the path, 47 feet from the line. Oh, my gosh. I am a moron. Like, I was so mad at myself. I hope you kept your blaze orange on your bag. You're about to get shot. So, uh, yeah, on the way out, that's what I did. I mean, I, I immediately got my orange out of my bag, and I hung it in, in my ground blind. 
I'm like, yeah, I'm like waving the white flag. Like, please, no, don't shoot. It's just me. It's just me. No, I just hung it. I was like, all right, that's going to go there. Just in case somebody looks in here, they'll see that orange, you know, deer's not going to flare off that. Uh, so, yeah, 658, boom. I'm like, all right, well, maybe it's not that bad. Like, it'll kind of rile up the deer. Maybe they're like, oh, we ain't even here this morning. We're going over to this little spot that's, you know, 100 yards away. Uh, 50 feet. <laughs> yeah, and I hear, like, deer blowing and stuff. I'm like, this is great. And I'm, like, talking into the GoPro. I'm like, yeah, I might I might just pack it up. And then about the time, well, boom, they shoot again. I'm like, they're squirrel hunting with a 270 at this point. Like, I don't know what's going on. So, um I just sat there, long story short, and that's my leaky waiter. Like, I'm such a moron. Um, and if you watch the Hunting Publix video, you need to go watch this past week. Like, it's just smart to know. I, this sounds so stupid and mundane, but know where you're hunting. Know where you're hunting and then know where your buddy's hunting. Mm -hmm. Like, the exact – because let's say, like, heaven forbid, like, I don't think this never happened. Let's say I got shot. Let's say you got shot. I got shot. Nobody knows. Now, Travis knew where I was. But other than that, they'd have looked at Humwise and been like, his grandma is supposed to be here somewhere. Mm. It's hundreds of yards off. Like, yeah. those that, that, those, you know, few seconds of them having to actually find where the true ground blind was may be in life or death. I know that's like pretty drastic. That's pretty hardcore. But, yeah. uh, you know, if you think about it, whatever. So, my leaky waiters, I'm a moron and I didn't use Humwise correctly. So, there you go. In uh, short, I mean, Hey, it happens. What happens when you hunt private land? And public. What are you talking about? Even what are you talking? Even more so public. So much worse. On yeah, public. so much worse. You might be seeing the tree and like gets light. And you're like, look at over there. There's like three guys hanging out. Yeah, or in your tree. Uh, yeah. I love the the safety thoughts there though. That's that's huge. I actually knew yeah. a guy. Um, knew a guy in college. He used to come into the feed store that I worked at all the time, and he got shot mm. in, in the woods by another hunter. Public land. Uh, there was a lot of yeah. There's a lot of investigation. Somebody thought it was on purpose. I don't know, but regardless, he didn't have orange on. He got shot. So, where your orange? Where your orange? You know, know where you're going. Know where other people are. If you're not I, in public, I, I immediately tried to start buying us some orange hats that I kept the creek logos on. I'm still looking for some blaze orange hats. So, mm -hmm. now I'm going to order some. Now we don't. Me and yeah. Justin, because we hunt bow only areas. What's well, yes, bow only? So, which is all that I will hunt on public. Yeah. I will. I will never go hunt a rifle huntable public spot. For that very reason, you don't yeah, know who's you don't up go there. there weekend, you yeah. Any any time, you don't know who's up there with a gun. They yeah. might have stopped at Walmart and picked it up on the way. Yeah, it makes me nervous. Even like hunting this private property and not knowing these guys that only know one landowner beside it, and he's super nice, super nice. But like, you don't know everybody. If I go to Cat, well, if well, I go you, where I'm from, you don't know how safe that guy is, nice or not. Exactly. You know? He yeah. might he might sit there and drink a case of beer every time he gets exactly. in the tree. You have no clue. Yeah. So that's always scary, and like you know, just being out in those places. You hear the horror stories, guys falling out of stands and this and that. Mm -hmm. It's just like, you know, no no deer is worth not being safe and, and not, you know, having safety first. But the easiest thing to do is to get hunt-wise. Yeah. And boom, mark where you're at. Share your wife the account info. Hey, babe, if you ever need to know, log in right here. Here I am. This is where I'm at. If so, I'm hunting by myself, I'll usually send a pin of where I'm going to my brother and my wife. One of yeah. The two. It's, not, it's not a bad idea. No. So, yeah, leaky waiter for me. But... We press on. We do. We do. I mean, the ultimate leaky waiter for both of us is that we did not kill any deer opening week. Yeah. Or the next week. And I feel like I'm spoiled because, like, uh, I've only been hunting three times, and I've seen deer two or three times. Yeah. So I hunted three times last week consecutively and saw zero deer. 
That's mm-hmm. my ult. I mean, like, there's some, <laughs> there's a lot of leaking in my waders. Yeah. But I mean, the you overall several holes. The overall leak is the fact that I hunted, I hunted Thursday, sat till, because uh, you know by now I talk crap to Justin about how yeah. early he gets out of the stand, right? Which he has since changed because I think I, I think he got embarrassed, but. Like when I hunt by myself, I mean, I'll, it's not uncommon for me to hunt all day. Yeah, if I got a granola bar or something, I'm usually good. Peanut but butter and roll. I hunted till almost noon Thursday. Nothing. Uh, hunted with Justin Friday. He was shooter, so we got down. <laughs> we he 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 stuck it out till like at a boy nine fifteen at a boy. Um, but saw no deer. Scouted. Thought we found a great spot for me to be shooter the next day, and went back. Sat till. I think we sat till a little after 11, nothing. And, w- I mean, like I said, it was raining acorns, like yeah. literally raining constantly, nothing, no deer. I think, so that's why I was, I, and I had started thinking this last week when I talked about water, Yeah. how nobody thinks about it, especially in this state because yeah. there's so much water usually. Yeah. I really, well, I know now because when we walked out that day, we found five deer 200 yards from where we parked the boat. They're hanging out. As close to water as they can get, food, water, or they're well, they're as close to water and yeah. food as they can get. So we're hunting these giant. That's not. That's not. It's not a bad idea. Right now, because we're, we're in a drought. Now, where we where we hunted had there's there's creeks and there's and stuff everywhere. Right. Had they had water, and I'm like, they should. There's probably deer everywhere. Which now it's about to rain Sunday, most likely. And, but, and which things are and things are going to change. Things are going to change. But the weather's going to change. Mid drought right now, when yeah. everything is dry, they're they're. Closer to water, and Dane Travis has got to stand right by the creek, mm. and that's probably where they're at. Right, Bedded up by the creek, eating acorns up by the creek, and then getting water from the creek, there and just go. hanging out right probably there. So. Dang it! But if he doesn't know how to get in and out without blowing them out of there, yeah, I mean he's yeah, and this gonna really suck with the south wind mm. for him. So it's gonna be a tough going, a tough go at it. A lot of cover scent gonna be sprayed. I'm gonna go ahead and tell you that. Ozonics? No, Ozonics? Not doing no. Ozonics, mm. but need to. Uh, another great episode, Jordan. Wait, I didn't send my leaky my leaky. Oh wait, part. yeah, that's right. I thought we your got, leaky waiter was just that you. We didn't... followed a rabbit hole. Okay, real okay, quick. Yeah, all right, go. No, you're real fine. Fast, we got fast. plenty of time. So plenty of time. The the ultimate the, the actual leaky waiter part is pro tip, Rogers. Uh, for for those of you who don't know, he's he's a he's a man of of great integrity and great yes. talent. Yes. He's also a man who is who is very particular about the way that he does things and the way that he keeps his stuff. Sure. And I respect that. Yeah. Especially if I'm if I'm film guy, he's shooter. Like, man, let's do things however you want to do it. Love right. it. So, like, we get in his boat. This was his granddad's boat that he rebuilt the inside of. Like, he didn't want to get it muddy. I'm trying my best not to get it muddy. Like, Such a sad story. I'm all I'm all about it, man. It is sad. Um. So anyway, we hunt Friday. No big deal. We're coming out. We didn't see anything. I'm film guy again, so I'm sitting in the front of the boat, and there's like a blue heron or something that gets up while we're riding. So I'm I'm leaning B-roll. over. B roll. B roll. All about the B-roll. Yeah. I'm, I'm B-roll king. Yeah. So, uh, BB king. So, I'm like hanging out the side of the boat trying to trying to get this thing because we got a trolling motor right in front. So, I'm trying to get around it. And I lean and I lean and I lean and the whole seat just rips out of the bottom of the boat. Like, not even a little crack. Just the whole thing. She gone. Gone. And then I'm gone, and I got this freaking <laughs> ten, you know, 4K camera in my yeah, hand, and yeah. I'm trying to keep it in the boat. $1,200 getting, camera. Yeah, I'm getting wet. Anyway. Tore it up, but no big deal. No harm done. Camera's good. Tore up the seat, not the camera. Tore up the seat. Um, 
so like I get down, I just get on my knees, and he's like, "Man, you tore up my boat," but it's kind of funny, and yeah. it, it's okay. Well, then we get to the launch, and I'm a little bit shaky still, but he's like, "All right, I'm gonna go get the truck. You load the boat. Got you, bro." I mean, it's a little tiller handle, like eight horse. Yeah, I've done this know? before. Yeah, well, I have. Yeah, a million times. Um, I, the only excuse I can give is that every boat that I have ever <laughs> loaded onto a trailer, the runners are angled at the front to where you kind of wedge it up there up to the up to the winch right his trailer did not do that yeah so he backs in i come around i'm putting up there freaking greaser right in there like a like a pro Mm -hmm. waiting for it to wedge right into his tailgate waiting for it to wedge didn't hit the tailgate but he does (laughs) have a stopper right in front of the in front Mm -hmm. of the winch and i mean i freaking creamed it and he's like whoa 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 granddaddy's boat there's like a crunching sound i'm about to throw up i'm so i'm so embarrassed nothing broke thank the good lord but you know bad bad last 10 minutes yeah. for me okay it's not a it's not a hunting trip until something messes up breaks you leave something you forgot something yeah, you lose something back to back tearing up yours. granddaddy's boat that's yeah, mine and it's not so yours. i fixed the seat that night nothing's broke we're okay good for you next day not done next day we're riding back same thing I'm like being, I'm, I'm sitting like this on the seat, make sure I don't tear it up again because I already fixed it the day before. Get back. He's like, all right, you're going to load the boat. I was like, oh, I'm not going to do that again. Well, this time it takes me like eight tries to get it in there because I'm so scared of yeah. banging it in there that I'm like putting <laughs> it in reverse sideways. before yeah. I even get there, you know. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, my, 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 my butthole is all puckered. So anyway, I finally get it, get it in there straight. And <laughs> And uh, I'm sorry, right before I get it in there straight, I kind of run it up on one, one of the runners. And so I'm trying to kind of rock it back off. Yeah. And w- what do you think happens? But I tear the other seat out of the floor immediately. That's Just, on you. The second time's on you. It is. Well, and it's also on Justin for the way that he had. He oh, went, so now we're pointing the finger at Justin. He had, he had I mean, there was like one-inch screws. I'm a big guy. Yeah. I need I need that extra lag. He should have beefed it up. He should have beefed it up. Yeah. So which which we are or he yeah. is. Um, I told him I would do it. I, I yeah. think he doesn't want me to touch it again. Understandable. Understandable. Completely. Yeah. So don't touch any of my things. I felt Be easy with that microphone. Te- yeah. It's, well, <laughs> it's already look at it. Yeah. Um, I felt terrible. I texted him again yesterday after church. I was like, man, I, I just I'm, I'm so sorry. And feel convicted after church. I did. I did. At least I went to church. Tough. <sighs> Tough. For the man whose outro is go, to, go church. to church. Yeah. No, I deserve that. Mm-hmm. I deserve that. Watched on YouTube. I you don't, you don't get to say it today. I'm going to say it today. You do I'm going to look at you it. and say it today. Gosh. All right. With that. With that, let's conclude because I'm about to be shamed. Uh, Yeah, so sits number four and five and six coming up for me this weekend. I don't know if you're going during the week, but I'm sure you'll get to go this weekend. Uh, be safe out there if anything else. Um, tell people where you're at, where you're orange. Tell people where you're at, where you're orange now because there's youth hunters out there and those dang kids, those mm-hmm. dang young whippersnappers. Mm-hmm. They don't know what kids they're doing. Kids these days. Kids these days. Make sure you go check out all our sponsors. Go check out our uh, T-shirts and stuff on our shop. The link is down below in the description. Uh, besides that, Jordan, anything? If that's it. Like and subscribe. Oh, like and subscribe. wait to my man and Bass Pro, Jonathan. Who I met while we were looking Goodness at cameras. Gracious, he's I, not listening this long. I told him. Yeah, probably not. He probably gave up on me by now. Yeah. But I told him I'd drop his name, and I did. I appreciate you, brother. It was awesome talking to you. I ended up buying the spot points, by the way. That's it. That's all I got. So, love everybody. Yes, go ahead and say it. Tyler, 
Go to church. Gee.